Hey, buddy. It's me talking to you. It's the Mount Rushmore podcast. My name's Jeff, and I'm joined as per usual by Richard. Oh, hey, guys. And Michael. Howdy. Hey, uh, there was something in my pockets just a second ago. It was like super important to me, and I don't. Guys, have you seen a thing? It's like this big, and it's kind of this odd color. It's kind of shape. I know it's kind of weird, but it kind of means a lot to me. Yeah, I threw that away. Oh, shit. Uh, Today on the Mount Rushmore podcast, we're discussing the Mount Rushmore of things that we've lost. And this is one of those blatant attempts to get to know the hearts and minds of my fellow podcasters, Richard and Michael, just a little bit more by letting them disclose the things that they've lost in their past. And I'm just going to ask Richard to go first. All right. So my first one is uh, soccer tickets that I lost about two months ago. Oh, God. Um, to a game in Portland, and I realized I lost it the night before the game. Oh, God. Mm. Um, I had the tickets in, we have like a little, you know, like a little hanging like cubby, like right above our, right by our door where we put like mail and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you do. Cubby, I said. I don't know what you thought. I oh, said, no, no. I'm not even sure no, what you I, thought I said. I heard it. I see it all the time. Oh, okay. through your window uh-huh. when you put stuff in there. Excuse me? Okay. Um, and... And I, I knew, like, okay, got these two tickets, and as I was flying up to go meet my best friend from college, and we're going to go see the game together, he lives up in Portland, and I got the tickets, like physical tickets, put them in the thing, and I was like, great, I know where they are, going to be perfect. Yeah. Cut, you know, day before the game, just going through all my packing, get my shit together, all right, time to go get the tickets. Where the fuck are the tickets? Oof. Nowhere to be found. Oh. And this... And I have anxiety issues to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you deal, you put me in an actual emergency situation like this. Oh. It's not good. Because you're nine tenths of the way there. I'm there. I'm there pretty much all, all yeah. the time. I'm like, yeah. I'm like the Hulk. Yeah. You know, though, how does he stay? Uh, how does he stop from being <laughs> always, always angry? Yeah. I'm always anxious. Okay. Um, so you put me in a real, an actual situation where I have real reason to be anxious. Yeah. That's going to put me right over oh. the top. It's like that with anything I lose, whether it's keys or a wallet. Virginity. Well, I'm sure once I went that out. Okay. Um, but did you, re- you, did never you purchase? Found never okay. found oh, that's... Um So I wound up having to go back and I wound up having to rebuy the tickets. So oh. there's like $80 down the drain. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you just feel stupid about yeah, it yeah. because it's like, why couldn't I have just put the tickets like in an envelope mm-hmm. in somewhere... Like, even just in an envelope would have worked. Yeah. So I'm sure what happened is somehow somebody took mail out of that thing, and they popped out, and they fell on the ground. Then I'm sure when I when we move out in a few years, <laughs> we're going to find them, like, in the couch or some bullshit like uh-huh. that, or in the kids' toys. Who knows? Uh, it was just very... It was and a how very did you feel? Frustrating. Did, frust, frustrating. Did, it was super frustrating. When I lose something, when I do things to mess up my life, it, it uh, really takes the wind out of my sails because i think i i can blame all kinds of things on external forces people who i'm competing with or something like that but 99.9 of my problems are me it's mm. jeff hopkins who's in oh uh, um, uh, that one i was still able to blame other people oh really okay i'm perfect. sure i'm sure somebody else perfect <laughs> knocked it out and I, wasn't paying attention to it i am Sarah's dad i am a sucker for printed tickets we go to a ton of concerts and yeah we have like a ticket book thing that Oh, I think Emily had bought me, or I bought it, or something. Just like a scrapbook of like, mm-hmm. here are different ticket stuff. You have that puffy ha- paint on the front of the book. That's right, little, little flowers, uh, and that's right, little stickers that go on and hold them in. Cute. But I love the actual physical ticket. We'll save one from each of the shows, and every once in a while, um, I'll f- either have accidentally ordered one without getting the ticket, oh. like you know, like an e-ticket yeah. or whatever, and have to print out a piece of paper, which feels like. Ah, oh, that feels so yeah. barbaric, or it yeah. feels like so. It feels too new. I mm-hmm. think there's part of it too is like when you walk up to the gate and you scan your phone. It's fine if you're going to see a movie, but like going to yeah. see like an event or a thing. Like I really like that. I've got a ticket. And yeah. I can look back and I feel like Charlie. Put it in a, <laughs> Charlie, a little bit. Bucket. So we have like we have a very special place that if we get tickets in the mail from like Ticketmaster mm-hmm. or whatever, we have like an old eyeglasses container case box thing. It's always in the same place. Yeah. And all the tickets go in there and that's yeah. just where they go. So I understand like that pain of just like losing that thing that like for 
you might not have been able to get tickets. Well, maybe you could have. I don't, you know, it's, I guess it's sports. Maybe sports tickets are easier to get or maybe less expensive than like a concert that mm-hmm. comes around once versus that comes around 16 times a year. I don't know. How, how often are uh, soccer games? Every few weeks. But this was like a travel game day. Right. So it was like, you know, a big, like a lot of the fans were heading up. I got the tickets from my supporters group. Yeah, yeah. So it was like kind of a, a bigger deal. It wasn't just That's like... Uh, yeah, and 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 see, I'm the opposite. I never want. At least you got to go. At least you got to go. I see got it. to get tickets, and yeah. it was fine. It worked out okay. Um, but I don't want physical tickets ever again. And I knew it it's when they're like, "Oh, well, you were just gonna like just pick up your tickets at one of the home games. I'll give them to you." I was like, "I don't want yeah. the tickets." Yeah. Can you guys just keep the tickets, and I'll pick them up from you at like in Portland? Because mm-hmm. I could just I could see it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could just see the lost tickets happening a mile, and that was maybe the most frustrating part. Because I could see this coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to lose those fucking tickets. And guess what? I lost those fucking tickets. <laughs> mark, th- mark that down for when you're psychoanalyzing yeah. Richard yeah. later. That he's, he threw these tickets away. He, there's something he didn't want to go to in Portland. Yeah, there's a little Jekyll Hyde thing going on. Who's this friend of yours? This supposed friend of yours in Portland. Well, my best friend, my best friend from college, Stephen. Yeah, You've right. met him once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does not exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is tickets yours? Two, Michael? No, 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 okay. no. Okay, so what's your uh, first uh, one? My first one. I'm going to hold up a picture for you guys. There you go. Oh, wow. What is that? What is that? That is Moss Man. That's oh. an old He-Man character. Wow. Um, if you look closely, he is basically just a repainted and reflocked Beast Man. <laughs> He-Man was so cheap. <laughs> they were so cheap. They just reused the same molds over and over. And he was basically just a recolored and repainted, yeah. done-up version of one character. Anyway, there was a game that I used to play with this guy when he was seven or eight years old. Uh, he was seven or eight. Or oh, he was he's just a wee. He's a moss boy. When you take, <laughs> we, I take the character and I throw him behind my back into the plants, mm-hmm. into the grass to go find because he looks like because like his thing was like he looks you know oh, his yeah, action yeah. figure accessory was that he looks like fucking grass and yeah. camouflaged. I throw him behind my back. And he'd be gone. And then you go look and find him and be like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Uh, one day I threw him behind my back. No way. There you go. Does, I, did he I, blend, amazing. Did he Never blend found into him. The, blend wow. into the moss? I guess so. It must have been into like the ivy or something. Uh-huh. Don't, kids, don't ever go into ivy. There's, oh, shit. I'm sure there's rats and things. Yeah. Ivy is just, yeah. Whatever. All I can think of is that com- the, uh, there's a commercial in uh, Wrigley Field. Where they're yeah. pulling stuff out of the ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pull out yeah. Andre Dawson's. <laughs> the, uh, Maybe the, Boss Man's in there with Andre Dawson. <laughs> he might be. But like, it was just one of those things that I remember. Like, it's almost with like these tickets. Like, I knew what I was doing. I knew I was playing around with them and throwing them. Yeah. It wasn't like special or anything, but it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, he's shit. lost. Yeah. Next day, you go back look for him. Yeah. A thing that's just on your mind for. Yeah. I don't know. I'm almost forty. Let's yeah. say thirty-two years. By the way, that I've wondered what the hell happened to Moss Man. <laughs> did Michael just look at his watch? Did he determine how this old he age, is? Yeah. I did. It's got huh. one of those. those on the Apple, a, is that on your Apple Watch? Yeah, one of those I, things? Yeah. yeah. It says you're almost you TikTok. It's the Grim Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> just the Grim Reaper just hacking. It should at you start with counting down your day, your your years <laughs> instead of counting them up. So did you feel like? So this wasn't your most cherished. No, no, no. toy. Still, you you and Mossman had a game that you did. Like, That's right. You just and you know the games that you play as a child are just stupid and silly, mm-hmm. obviously. But like, it's just one of those things that was like, oh yeah, I was like, uh, what's what's that phrase? Like a uh, hoist on your own petard. Pata- yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. I brought this on myself. I did this to me. I threw this guy that was intended to be lost that blends into the grass and the ivy and the whatever, mm-hmm. and I threw him back there, and then he got lost. Yeah, who's Ugh. to blame? Ugh. You are, you clown. Playing Ugh. with your toys. This is why toys are should be brightly colored, <laughs> like clowns. I I am a masterful knower of where everything in the house are oh, is yeah. person. Yeah, Emily job, will yeah. ask me at any particular at any moment. Have you seen my phone? To and the left say, of the bread box. It is on the kitchen table, right next to where you're doing your makeup. Thank mm. you. There it is. Have uh, you seen my phone? It is on the changing table. Next to uh, in the baby's room. Have, Have you, you seen, seen the baby? <laughs> he gone. <laughs> he gone. Check check Wrigley Field, the Ivy in Wrigley Field. Yeah. He's there with Andre Dawson. <laughs> like it's just like for whatever it is, I like I'll walk in the room and I'll do like a T one thousand from Terminator, yeah. like survey scan. of the room. Yeah, the scan. And I yeah. get a scan. The lidar all, scan. And then yeah. like 
comes you know where stuff 745 is. at night, there's going to be a question that's going to be asked <laughs> of where X is and like, I know where that is. That's I, a skill. That's a skill. Just, put that on your LinkedIn. I've just yeah. learned how to do. I put on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I know Good at finding things. I know where your phone is. <laughs> I know where your phone is. Uh, Ricard. All right. So my second one is my sense of invulnerability. <laughs> oh, I was wondering how the, esoteric okay, we would get. Say, I will have to say that the season three theme is just us falling apart. Yeah, totally. Well, no, this is... All of us is just like, it is... No, this we're is actually looking younger at our own mortality. And not liking it. I was at, I was at Disneyland when they they paged. Uh, with the person who lost their sense of vulnerability, vulnerability, <laughs> <laughs> we have it up here. We have it up here. Also, yeah. you're dead. You're dead, so you're dead. Okay, um, what does no, this, this mean? No, this was... Um, didn't my you, freshman year... Weren't you racked by illness your entire life? Like, when did you think that you were impervious Well, to... because when you're a kid, you just... He's so old, he was in a bronze lung. Oh, my... Exactly. <laughs> I... I was... It was my freshman year of college, so I was still only 17 at the time. And when you're that age, you, you just think you're fucking bulletproof. Yeah. And I use the term bulletproof because this will become... Oh, wow. Apropos for the story. A bunch of us went out to, is it at USC? A bunch of us went out to the, go see a show on the Sunset Strip, probably at the Whiskey, because it was all Asians or the Roxy or Mm -hmm. something like that. Came back, it was like 2.30 in the morning, you know, it's a Saturday night, we're like, my friend and I, Ben, we're just like, you know, I'm still hungry, let's go get something to eat. Go across the street to like the 24-hour grocery store, get something Mm -hmm. to eat, no problem. Well, we get to the corner, and... Car pulls up, stops at the red light. No big deal. Other car stops at the green light. We hear shouting. Then I hear a bang, bang, bang. And between the second and the third bang, I hear a go right, but probably about six inches from my ear, hmm. um, which takes me about a second or two to realize, oh, yeah, that was one of the bullets Yeah, whizzing, literally whizzing past my wow. ear so, so close I could hear it go whizz. Wow. I we ran as soon as we figured out what was going on, we ran hid there's like a little like mud like dirt embankment kind of by the by the sidewalk and it had been raining. So I wound up slipping and just falling ass first just all the way down. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we got down, it's like, Oh god damn motherfucking shit. Wow. And my friend's like, Oh my god, did you get shot? I was like, No, I got my pants all muddy. <laughs> and Cars drove away. Both cars drove away. Mm-hmm. And we sat there for about a minute. And we said, thought, this the actual conversation we had was, well, they're not going to come back, are they? No, they're gone. Are you still hungry? Yeah, we should probably still go get our chips. Yeah. <laughs> and proceeded to get up, walk across the street, go get our chips and crackers. Yeah. Or whatever we're going to get our cookie, you know, mm-hmm. our, our uh, Keebler cookies. Yeah. Came back. And then about 20 minutes later, like... Keebler cookies are the worst cookies. I don't know what the hell I love the got. bullets you're worried about killing you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's your diet. Uh, little did we know. Nobody, nobody... Listen, E.L. Fudge are not good. <laughs> E.L. Fudge is pretty good. I'll um, eat some E.L. Fudge. Yeah. yeah. Um, then about 20 minutes later, like the whole like reality yeah. of what happened uh, set in. And yeah. it was like, holy shit, I came about... Six inches away from taking yeah. a bullet right in the head. You're right in the middle of the cola wars. <laughs> exactly. I shouldn't have been walking around wow. with that without RC cola. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was being neutral the whole time. But. So, did how did you feel then? Scared? Oh yeah, scared. It was just. It was like one of those like, oh my god, I went. I was that close to dying. Yeah. I just. Can't, I can't eat cookies when I'm dead. I'm if I die, eat, how am I, I going to eat cookies? <laughs> who's going to get... Those bastards are going to steal my cookies if I'm dead. I he could have shot these cookies. could have shot the cookies. It was just a... The f- only good times to hear um, bang, bang is when like Fred Schneider from the B-52s yeah. is yelling into a shit. microphone. Or Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what... It sounds like you did have a sense of invulnerability. Yeah, because you're a kid. You don't know any... You know, okay. when you're, you're a teenager. Yeah. You just sort of think like... There's no concept of mortality, really. Yeah. Even if, you know, maybe you've had, like, a grandparent yeah. die or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you just don't think about it yourself. Mm-hmm. That was my first, like, near-death experience. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, true, like, mm-hmm. oh, that came really close to something bad, like, really yeah. bad happening. As I've aged and you just waking up is an experience in, like, 
pain, <laughs> kind of assessing, assessing the damage of all these joints and things like that. That's the more, uh, now I think even more about driving slowly and carefully. <laughs> if I get in a wreck, I'm just going to shatter right. like Mr. Glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Michael. Uh, my second one is an old email address. Now, Ooh. I was kind of late to the email game. Like, I didn't really get, like, a my own personal email address until, like, I was midway through college or near the really? end of college. Because I used, like, the school's email. Oh. I used, like, my UCSB email address. Oh, really? But I didn't have anyone to email anyway, so it wasn't okay. <laughs> fine. Yeah, okay. Um, and eventually, you know, like, everyone, you just got, like, had, like, a Hotmail address. Yeah. And I used that up until, like, 2005 or so when I got... Or 2004, 2005, something like that. When I got like the Gmail, yeah, I got a Gmail account, and that was like offered basically unlimited storage, yeah. And that was the thing that was so enticing about Gmail versus Hotmail. With like Hotmail and any other email account, was like you're constantly deleting things, yeah, to, to maintain, make room, yeah. to maintain, to whatever, to save on the messages that you needed to have. Mm-hmm. Versus Gmail, which was just like, oh, this is never gonna run out. Yeah. But like a few years ago, I realized, oh, I used to have like an old email address and I wonder what happened to yeah. that. Like, I, of course, I couldn't log back in. It was been deleted and mm-hmm. gone forever. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to think that I had a good five, eight, nine year run of like, oh, this was what I used to communicate with my friends. But like looking back now, like I'm sure there was nothing all that important to it. I'm sure it was all like, well, there's nothing all that important in your email now. I know it's in your email, roughly. No, and it's all old kickball team names. Sure. That's true. <laughs> it's all Slimer and the real kickballers. And it's all Blackula's the Encino. Balls. Uh, the Count Blackula's. It was revised. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Encino Cavemen. But, like, but that was a good decade of my life that was lived. Yeah. Like, before Facebook, it was, like, lived socially through Gmail. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure that there isn't all that much that was interesting to save in there aside from emails from like i didn't have like before kickball i didn't have a ton of friends i had like three or four close Mm -hmm. friends and that was it maybe everybody was like that and i maybe i put too much on how many friends we actually had it was all probably like student loan payment confirmation emails or like here you go here's all this you know promo stuff but like i'm so curious to what that person is because i don't have any other record of that i don't have letters this was like post oh. letter writing this was as like, a scrapbook yeah, yeah it's just like some sort of weird document on my life and mm-hmm. i think about that every once in a while like documenting yourself through social media like i can go back and look through like my old live journal and i've done that with the james gunn firing it made me think what were i ever to achieve any kind of status in which somebody would want to scrutinize the statements i've made electronically I thought of some joke I made about making a pun about a transmission and a transvestite or something a tranny will cost you or some something mm-hmm, that I right. wish I didn't write and and now now I wonder who that who was that guy who made those stupid yeah, jokes I, yeah. I would like to know who like the email me of 2002 is yeah just to look back and be like who were you when you were 20 yeah. Two years old, 23 years old. And yeah. it'd be like, I think that would just be so interesting. But it's like, oh, no, that is gone. Yeah. It's all purged. <laughs> that is just, it just doesn't exist anymore. And that's a weird feeling to be like, oh, that's, yeah. don't even try to get that. What are they going to do? Maybe you'd get like the email address back mm-hmm. if you could like, yeah, somehow. But like, you're never getting those well, unless messages you, back or whatever. Unless you, become in the public eye or politician and now all that they'll, they'll, they'll find all that crap that's so funny what i think is interesting about the things you used to do what those communication platforms used to be back then too because there's somebody i used to volunteer i have some people i used to volunteer with and one of the older persons in this volunteer group what likes to contact people via email to ask them if they want to do things in the evening like let's go out tonight anybody want to go out tonight and have a drink like why aren't you on Facebook? Or why why right, don't right, you right. text us? That's how I remember organizing things via email in that the past. How, yeah. Like we lived, you know, it's funny. Like I am logged into like Gmail all day long, but like it's almost like vestigial. Like yeah. it's not like we 
text back and forth all that much anymore, Richard, or Gchat anymore. Yeah. I mean, you've been so busy. Yeah. We do every once in a while, but like I used to live through like Gchat and I would have like multiple conversations going at oh, yeah, all at times once, at and once. emails. And it was just, I remember the days that my work would shut down G, the Gchat function uh-huh. just because it was like an option, like, you know, whatever yeah. they do, whatever yeah. the IT people do. And it'd be like, I'd be so bummed. I'd be like, uh-huh. hey, friends. Gchat's down. I'd have to change my message and be like, my Gchat's not working in like. Oh, God. So, like, these sorts of things that are these like digital receipts yeah. of like just your life is like yeah. so. And when you're working 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, yeah. All of your time is spent there mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just weird. Well, that's, that's interesting. Just that, uh, that absence of that chronicle of who you are. That it's been lost to. Uh, and like I said, time, like yeah. I, I was, <laughs> I was emailing like, <laughs> like my friends Eric and like, yeah, uh, Julie and Valor and like that's about it. Yeah, that's yeah, Th- that's it. Like I, <laughs> I've had every conversation with them yeah. since on Gmail. And it's been all about yeah. Napoleon Dynamite quotes. Yeah, I a hundred percent know that that's all it's been. But like, still, if, I if you were Mozart, quotes, yeah. if you were Mozart and you were typing your lost the lost symphony on it, that would be a big thing. <laughs> Hey, we are at our halftime, and you know what this means. Halftime show! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul McCartney! Oh, we got Paul here! Bruce Springsteen! Lady Gaga! And Beyonce! And Justin Diamond! Screech, save by the bell. We know. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, uh, halftime show. Um, uh, this is a great show where we tell you to go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rushmore to download a free book courtesy of us. That's right, us at Mount Rushmore Podcast in uh, conjunction with Audible want you to try their service. And they've got 180,000 books to choose from your, for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And whether you continue the service or not, you get to to keep that free audible book that you have so it's summer you're out there riding your bike around or doing fun stuff by the beach you might as well listen to a book instead of bringing a stupid paper book with you that's dumb and i invite you <laughs> to do another dumb thing <laughs> and then take go that paper take that suck it paper uh to to go uh, download, rate, and review all the past episodes of the uh, Mount Rushmore podcast. One, it'll frighten us because nobody's done it before. And two, it will help other people know how great the, the Mount Rushmore podcast is because they'll have you recommending it to them. So you can do that by going to iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, you can also support podcasts in general by supporting this podcast. That's horrible. It's true. So strange. Usually. I can't imagine what that's like. Do you want to? That could never happen to me. It might. Lock him away. He's pure evil. Or insane. Or human. My name's Kate. I have worked as a forensic psychologist, as well as in prisons and as a crisis clinician. My job was to figure out who gets locked up and who gets a key to find the humanity in inhumane situations. So, are you sure you really want to know? Yeah, maybe. Because by the end of the episodes, you just might end up thinking... I felt better before I knew that. You can find me at IWB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, sometimes Instagram, or you can email me at iwbpodcast at gmail.com. Meaning that podcast that you just heard a promo for. And you can also get into the conversation, join us in dialogue at the Mount Rushmore podcast by going to our Facebook site and checking out the Mount Rushmore page on Facebook, the Mount Rushmore podcast page. And you can even suggest a topic that we could uh, debate and deliberate in the future. You could do the same thing on our Instagram and our Twitter. These guys, these guys, they're continuing with their debating. Richard. All right. So this is one that's uh, near and dear to my heart because this literally happened today. Guys, I lost my earbuds again. Oh, shit. Again. Oh, no. I lose earbuds with a startling regularity. Yeah. 
I probably go through at least, I don't know, a half dozen earbuds a year. Your ears are so large, I could see how... They may actually be stuck in there. Yeah. That's true. Just blow your nose every once in a while and see what comes <laughs> out. <laughs> well, I get quarters. Sometimes shot the cat. Sometimes I get. Sometimes I get small var, small varmin. Varmints. But it would be trouble if like one vermin. came out each nostril and oh, it's God. like stuck in there, and <laughs> like you have to decide which way do I pull. Which this seems like a bad magic trick. <laughs> These aren't the Bluetoothy ones, like the. I have a pair of Bluetooth ones that somehow manages to get stuck in a jacket. <laughs> what Occam's razor or Schrodinger's cat like? treatment jacket do you have that they got stuck it's just inside. a bomber jacket but it had like one of the pockets had a little hole oh, in it yeah. and somehow it got into the hole <laughs> and now it's like in the lining of the jacket and i can feel it like in the back of the jacket <laughs> and i can't like i have to i have to figure out how to like manipulate it to get it back out yeah, or cut like, my entire jacket out to get it like oh too bad you're not married to a costume uh, a creator. seamstress or seamstress. something <laughs> right so we talked we i think we've talked about the uh my uh ordering my apprehension about like ordering like the new yes Apple. yeah mm-hmm. so of course because i am the stupidest of all humans um it's I, clinically proven where well, he's not bragging i am literally as dumb as they go i've ordered uh i found some like knock oh yeah, deal yeah of the ones that look very similar but they're like 23 dollars mm-hmm. and of course because i'm a fucking moron i'm like i'm gonna order these things that like look exactly the same that don't oh. they pair up, but don't do it exactly the same way and as mm-hmm. efficiently as the Apple ones do. I've been waiting for these things for like a month and a half oh, because yeah. I've ordered them through some stupid idiot deal mm-hmm. where they were super discounted. DH Gate or something like these some crap things. Like that. Uh, you know, I'm holding my fingers apart. You know, like an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. They are gonna get lost so fast, Richard. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so angry at myself. For even ordering them? For even ordering them, because I know exactly what's going to happen. One, they're going to sound terrible. And they're made of actual apple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But you see, we did not fool you, because it says apple. Fuji. <laughs> but like I, that feeling of like these things, I'm, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to be so precious. With I think this. you're wise. You're giving yourself a cheaper way to discover... Whether, how you would be around the real things, That's right? interesting. Like when you and Emily baked that baby first, <laughs> the the dough baby, and then you you said, if we can keep this intact and not let the ants get it, we can have a real baby. Do you, Richard, do you look for a specific type of like earbud or like, because you have like a Samsung phone. Do you like... Oh, and these are the earbuds that came with the Samsung phone and they're really nice. They're like one of the best pair, pair of earbuds that I've ever had. And I think I left. By the way, if anyone Airbud, is Airbud is a movie. Airbuds, I I, I lost Airbud. Dogs in your ears. <laughs> I lost Airbud. They've got good woofers. Find him. Oh no! Yay! <laughs> so if anyone, by the way, public service announcement: if anyone happens to be at the Lowry's Sandwich Place by Staples Center right now, even though this episode won't air for another uh-huh. two weeks, please. Check around the tables yeah. and see if you see my earbuds. Near the I soccer think that's tickets. where they went. The soccer tickets and the... Uh... Oh, so if you see the soccer tickets, just rip them up because that's that's long gone. Have I told you this story multiple times about that? The video rental place in Minneapolis had a automated um, voice calling thing that would call to let you know that your movie was past due. Mm. And it was a combination of a computer voice and the manager of the the movie rental place who happened to sound maybe like a flight attendant from the South. So, <laughs> yeah. so it was a combination of the thing. And I remember because it was the movie, a relative had come over and they had rented Airbud, And it was, uh, hey, this is uh, the Hollywood video at, on Nicolet Avenue. Just letting you know that Airbud is late. Please return it. <laughs> <laughs> we need your copy of Airbud real soon. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wanted to like go overdue on movies just to hey just so you know Terminator 2 is late bring it in will you please do they have an adult film selection because that would have been interesting just so you know anal amateurs part 7 is late (laughs) okay sorry that's so funny okay I just lose earbuds I don't know what it is about earbuds specifically I think it's just because you take them off like I'll be I'll come and get off the bus or the train get home take them off I just sort of throw them I try to put them where I think I will always remember them, 
but there's that one time where you're like, oh, I'll just put it on the table. And then I, the stuff gets cleared off the table, and it's yeah. it, it he gone. Yeah. Oh, okay, Michael. Uh, I'm gonna stay uh, within the realm of technology, and this is kind of like a mea culpa for oh. us oh, shit. guys. Oh, we talked about this. There is a hard drive. Oh, that had. Like, oh, I know this story. Oh, all of our old episodes. Oh, all shit. of the old raw files of Mount yeah. Rushmore, where the hard drive just it ain't. Oh dear. Oh, that's this is this is a moment, you guys. You're hearing a moment yeah. where Michael is revealing to us that the legacy is gone. He gone. Well, okay, listen. So, uh. Through like our web service provider, like all the old MP3s yeah. are still there, so yeah. like you can still download and listen to every episode and go back to episode one. And but we want to go back and digitally enhance for 4K audio. <laughs> That's right. Is that, true. Is that a thing? I don't. I don't think can so. We do that. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. <laughs> we can't. Do that. But like all the individual files and like all the little Audacity files or like GarageBand files that I had collected from. Yeah. Uh, Dropbox yeah. and that you'd emailed over and that I had on my hard drive on my laptop were all on one hard drive. Mm. Not that there aren't different versions around, yeah. but it's the one that I had collected everything into one place. That might, well, we might never be getting that back. Wow. So I took that stuff to oh, a. Just... <laughs> Uh, Mount Rushmore is auditioning for a third to replace me. <laughs> These two guys are just whispering back and forth very frantically uh, right now. Can we scary. get Paul Lurie on? Uh, I don't know. On, or maybe Ryan. Any Patty Cullum? Yeah, he's already got a podcast. He's busy though. doing it out of shape. You guys? Okay, well, so thank, anyway, you, for, so thank d- you for being so honest. I did the responsible thing. I took the hard drive casing. Uh, instead of to a professional, I took it to a friend. Yeah, <laughs> and we busted open this hard oh, drive yeah. like plastic. You threw it into the thing. garden over your shoulder. You threw it into the garden. That's right. And <laughs> good news, he found Mossman. <laughs> That's right. He was right there. So, <laughs> in all the episodes, <laughs> and he thought that your stuff about the uh, breakfast cereals was very poignant. Um, you broke, busted it open. So, so uh, one of our friends, Kaz, an old kickball friend, was like, "Bring it to me. Let me take a look at it. See what I can do." He plugged it in. Couldn't get it to power up. He like opened it up, unscrewed it, and he did. did, did, did. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I don't know what to do. I'd say he said I would take. Was it he to- wearing fingerless gloves? <laughs> he was. <laughs> He's not he a real wasn't Julian that. Casablancas <laughs> from the Strokes. No. And um, so I eventually took it to like a place, mm-hmm. and the place sent it off to their place. Yeah. And then I got a phone call, and on the phone call, it was very much like, well, we know that there's stuff on here. There's a couple different. There's different types of files, so our case might not be totally lost. Oh. It just might not be professionally oh. lost. Uh, they're like, well, to recover the. It seems like you have a couple different types of files. There's like music files or something, and I was like, yeah, there's like uh, MP3s <laughs> and there's like GarageBand files and Audacity files. That's gonna be. I hear like calculator sounds, twenty one hundred dollars, and I'm like, <sighs> no way is our work <laughs> working close to twenty one hundred dollars. Oh my god! And they're like, there's other like JPEGs on here too, like other images. Would those be interested to you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like that stuff is like all the images that we'd save for like a little individual oh, file yeah. episodes. Yeah, no, like no. dumb dumbass JPEGs yeah. of like yeah four presidents. The stuff I dragged off other. the internet and then yeah, yeah. yeah garbage stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, how much would that be? And he was like, he's got all the computer. $794. And I'm like, (laughs) "Uh, I'll just have the hard drive back. Yeah. So. Well, that will be. This stuff may be lost. Okay. Who knows? It's on a hard drive somewhere. And if like, if there's anyone out there in like, I'll do things for free internet land of like data recovery. Like, please reach out to us. Because I just want the peace of mind of it. Mm-hmm. Like we, I thought, and that's, I think that's the thing is like, I thought we were responsible for like keeping stuff on a hard drive, keeping stuff in Dropbox in the cloud and keeping yeah. stuff on a laptop and various laptops yeah. where we record things. And like, it just goes to show that like, man, you're just kind of screwed no matter yeah. what you do. Yeah. No matter how many safeguards you have, you're just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. someone's going to get you. And I'm fascinated that there are some analog formats that are recoverable, uh, 
So if you had something recorded on a DAT or like a mini disc or something like that, you're you're kind of SOL. But if you had a record that your mm. grandparents had, there's 300 hipsters on your block who have a right. yeah. yeah. Or you could go just call Jack White. Yeah, ju- call Jack White or go grab a porcupine, rip a quill off. <laughs> <laughs> and stick a paper cone around it and just trace it in a circle and you've, you're playing that record. Have I made my point, listeners? <laughs> okay, Richard. All right, so my last one is uh, the contents of my stomach. My <laughs> freshman year of, uh, of college after a particularly uh, rough drinking night. This was a few, this was a few months after the near-death experience, although I don't want to say the two are, are connected. Yeah. Now, I didn't drink throughout high school. Um, Nothing. Not even Not even. Not even, a, not even a drop. We're in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. So I got to college, and I had like a beer here and there. Yeah. But and you did really... four, full-on Barney Gumble and <laughs> turned into a... So it was uh, midterms, and we had like that, that one like where you've got like the day off yeah. from your midterms. Stop supposed day. to be the stop day, exactly, where you're, supposed to, where you're in theory studying. Well, everyone thought it would be a good time to have a let's have a party in the in the dorms. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, blow off some steam. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna drink. It's been a rough first few months. Almost got killed. You know, probably time to get something. Yeah, you know, I can I can I can have a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. So, and you hadn't had any drinks. I'd had a couple of beers at okay, that point, okay, probably, okay, but okay. like maybe like one beer. Okay, like a couple of nights. So. They decide, well, let's get the stuff to make screwdrivers. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Well, keep in mind again, I have never made a mixed drink in my life. I have no I mean, idea I how. Think, I think this story has been on the pod. It hasn't been on I the think, pod. I think the uh, screwdriver, the under overmixed screwdriver. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I can't. I couldn't remember if we told the story or not. But if if you haven't heard this story, I essentially made, filled up a solo cup with about ninety percent vodka oh. and about 10 percent orange juice oh wow and then because you i filled d- up that solo cup later <laughs> different uh-huh. so more than like. more than a solo cup i filled up and then i proceeded because i took a drink of it and i don't know what a mixed drink is supposed to taste like mm-hmm. i just think oh this tastes absolutely terrible that's because i've never had a mixed drink before yeah. so i better just suck it up buttercup Oh, geez. and just that's pounded like three of those in like 20 minutes oh god and it's I don't poisoning. remember much of the night after that. You Apparently, got raped. Oh, I, by, by, by Mr. Smirnov, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, just pop off. That's even the worst part. Oh. It wasn't even like yeah. a good, even yeah. a semi-decent vodka. Apparently, I would get up, start partying, take swigs out of the vodka for about 10, 15 minutes, go in the bathroom, throw up, pass out on the bathroom. They would get me, pick me up, put me mm-hmm. back in bed. Then I'd repeat this process. <laughs> Throughout the night. Um, I remember waking up with puke all over the bed. Oh, God. And my whole arms and face covered in marker. Wow. Because I guess that's what you do. And my roommate and one of his, I think his like kind of girlfriend at the time, just like staring at me like the dead had, had risen. Mm-hmm. That is, I to this day, I cannot drink vodka. Wow. That is, that is, that turned me off of vodka. Uh-huh. So I can also say I lost my taste for vodka that yeah. day. But more importantly... Oh, the vomit! And yeah. When you and when you vomit in a dorm, it's like there's all these like nooks and crannies oh. and un- behind the bed that it can get like sort of stuck in and oh. yeah. And these, I'm not cleaning it up. These are these like hard lessons that you learn from going from like adolescence to mm-hmm. like quasi adulthood of just like yeah, you have to make the biggest fuck. Like you can't just make a mistake. You have to make huge mistakes to really let it sink in. And then you realize that, like, oh, I'll do it Friday night as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eh, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, some lessons you learn in college, like, hey, don't get changed in front of the open window <laughs> in your dorm where, like, it faces out to the quad, uh-huh. which I don't really care too much yeah. about that. Yeah. Free show for everybody who cares. That one, yeah, that 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 wacky blood alcohol poisoning. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that that's a lesson that's stuck with me. And again, it's weird because I think about this. If I had actually been not as good of a kid growing up, this wouldn't have happened because mm-hmm. I would have like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you when did. I was 11 or tw- when I was 12, I would have like had a nip of whiskey from my friend's dad's cabinet. Yeah. And over time, I would just sort of figured out how to do mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
but because I'd never had before, it was just like, <laughs> just go like bonsai full, like, you know, yeah. cannonball into the, into the deep end of the swimming mm-hmm. pool. You don't have a peer group when you're kind of sneaking s- sips of alcohol as a, as like a little kid. If it's this kind of little thing that you're doing with your uncle or how, you know, there's not like, it sounded like you needed to prove to people that you could hang. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I think the worst part out of all of this is that after I finally like dried out for a little bit and then decided I can get back on the horse, I started drinking Zimas. <laughs> that's that's the real tragedy out of all of this. Because I spent a good year of my life of drinking drinking Zimas. <laughs> and I you know what? I would have a Zima today. If somebody if you had a Zima in your in your in your refrigerator. I'm sorry, I don't. I'm a shit. Which you host. might. Yeah. I, I would not be 100% shocked if Jeff did not have one like from the 80s still in his refrigerator somewhere. Or, or a hipster like at the party like, hey, look at this funny thing that I brought. I'd have a Zima today right uh, now. Didn't they re- reboot it or something like that? You're thinking Crystal Pepsi. I swear the Zima, the Zima came back on the market. I'm sure it did. Everything yeah. shitty is new yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, what's your last one, Michael? And my last one, which was like the most like heart-stabbing of all for about... Fifteen minutes was my wedding ring. Oh God! On oh, my wet, oh, on my on my wedding that. day. Oh my God! I should have at our that. at our wedding reception. Oh When God. uh, it was the end of the night, and it was probably around midnight or so, eleven o'clock, and mm-hmm. we were packing up, like you know, just all the accoutrement that you have, like oh, yeah, when yeah. you kind of set up your own wedding a little mm-hmm. bit. Like we weren't the type of couple that we didn't have like a wedding planner or someone that packed everything yeah. and did everything for you, and you just kind of like. Forgot about it until the next day. It was like, sure, we had to pack up our stuff. And we had to go. Emily got in her car with her (laughs) giant dress. And I got in my car and we had stuff. And we each drove our cars down to where the after party was. And um, in the packing up, my wedding ring came off. Or I didn't realize that until after about 10 minutes. And it was just like, I can't believe I lost my goddamn ring. Wow. And like it was a ring that like obviously was a little too big because I'd uh, just gotten it and it wasn't fit perfectly. And you, you never know about these things. And yeah. Emily had gotten it engraved inside and all this different stuff. Wow. And immediately what flashed through my head was our good friend Chapin and former guest of the show who lost his wedding ring on his uh, honeymoon. Are you sure talking about Chapin or me? Uh, hmm. Well, I did. Ooh. Apparently, you did it too. But like, um, I remember Chapin. You know, this was in the middle of big Facebook post Chapin time, which is like, he was in the surf and lost his wedding ring after a week, and it was just like, I will never be that. Yeah, and I couldn't believe that I lost my wedding ring. I, I was, remember the pan- I I remember the panic. And hearing it, the, pa- I remember help trying to help you yeah, find yeah. the damn thing, and like it had fallen off into like a box that we had packed up. And it was put in someone's car or whatever and just searching around the venue, just hands and knees on my new oh, <laughs> wedding God. suit and just being like, I, I can't believe it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. This is not me. This is the most. I've never been this worried for an expensive ring in my mm-hmm, life. Da, mm-hmm. da, 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 and, and just like on my wedding day, on my wedding day, on my, we- on my wedding day, I lost mm-hmm. my wedding ring. Didn't even make it to the, Did, yeah. the honeymoon. And it was just like, and then we found it and it was just like. Oh my God! I am so careful yeah. with this thing. Like, it is goes on the side table mm-hmm. before bed. It goes like if I take a shower, it's on the thing. If like I wash dishes, it's on the thing. It, I am so like so conscious mm-hmm. of this thing now. It, like such a scare hit me. It was like, yeah. Oh. I, I can't believe I didn't. I can't believe I didn't think of that as as mine. I think I have either blocked it out or I just don't want to talk about it because so I couldn't think. I, I was like. What stuff have I lost? <laughs> oh, you know, earbuds. No, I lost my goddamn wedding ring and did not find it. Oof. Oh, no. I Gosh. pulled a Chapin on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, on we, your honeymoon? Yeah. Wow, we, another honeymoon one. Yeah, I was in... I think it's that same... I think it's, it's a, a new I, It's a new thing in your life. I think yeah. it's a new thing, and I think it doesn't fit perfectly yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my story was that we were in uh, Mexico, and we had gone to a... Uh, like a like a aquatic park. It wasn't not like yeah. not like Sea World, but it's the kind of thing where you can like it's swim ha- with harbor with the dolphins. Yeah, where you like swim that. with like manta rays and crap yeah. like that. It was one of those things where you like you learn how to birth a calf yeah. out of a cow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you stick your hand, hand inside in. the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. No, it's not. No, trust me. It's not that exciting of a story. I went to the bathroom and I went to go sit down on the toilet and I thought, this ring's really loose. The last thing I want to do is go to reach down to wipe or something oh, and have God. it go down the toilet. So I'm going to take it off. I'm going to put it like right on top of the, the toilet paper wow. roll thing. Did my business. Got up, left. Wow. Realized it about a half hour later, and of course, like, yeah, yeah gone. Not. Nobody's, yeah. like, mm-hmm. returning that. Yeah. And that was a conversation I did not like having. Wow. So this is a ring that we got at a at a, a touristy-type shop mm-hmm. in, on, in Playa del Carmen for, like, 40 bucks. There you go. So it, it, it kind of has meaning to me. Meaning The meaning that it has to me is, what a fucking idiot you are. <laughs> so, Michael... You at least you found yours. Yeah, I will say a funny bit of irony is I use my wedding ring now to remember things, like if like that you're married that I'm married. Oh yeah, if I if somebody says if Jen says hey we print out this thing for me at work or I've got to remember to do the X or the Y, I'll put it I'll take it off my ring finger and put it like on the on the ring finger on my other hand. So I stop and I go what why the hell is this? Uh. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to remember this thing. I use a post-it note. You post it? Yeah. On your hand? Just on, on my wallet. On your wallet, yeah, the yeah. Desk. I'll like, yeah. I usually write food, fridge. Yeah. I could just write food, <laughs> and I would know what it means, but I write food, fridge, and I know, aha, I'm uh, in grocery shopping mm, at lunch, and I am not going home without going in and grabbing out that bag. Yes. That's so oh, because uh, then you have the stuff will just die. Because I'll see it on my wallet. The car. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I need my wallet. I okay. Food. Okay. Uh, the the Borglum bag is a Oop. seldom used um, tool here on the Mount Rushmore podcast. It's a, a an addendum, a bylaw, a subcategory of a sub clause three. Sub clause three yeah. is the Borglum bag, and um, uh, where in which the uh, ancestor of Gutzen Borglum is evoked. This is the person who. Gutzum Borglum, who designed and did most of the carving for the Mount Rushmore podcast. Anyway, I'll get right to it. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag because the thing that I've had the most remorse about losing, uh, although not permanently, um, we although we thought it was permanent, Jen and I moved in. We decided to spend the night in the, the house that we're in right now before it had been entirely renovated, which means that this entire thing in the kitchen was completely gutted and there was a whole in the wall here and it allowed our cat to have access under into the bathroom where it hid all night under the uh, bathtub because it was so pissed off that we brought it over here Mm -hmm. into the strange place and we assumed that the cat had escaped out into the cemetery and was eaten by zombies so we spent the whole night thinking our child had been for the the record uh, uh, jeff and jen live next door to a cemetery. A cemetery. Yeah. They don't. They don't live in a cemetery, no. <laughs> which you might have assumed when uh, that wasn't yeah. uh, we had made a, clearer. We had a similar thing when we moved into our place a bunch of years ago. We had two cats. One of them was like an incredibly fat tabby, and the other one was just like a regular short hair. But they were like best best friends. Yeah. And we moved in, and we put them in. We had them in separate cages, and we had put them in like the spare room, which is now the kids' room. And we thought, okay, no big deal, no problem. They're in there. All the moving, moving man comes, moves all our yeah. shit in. We go in there, and we can only see, all we see is the big cat inside oh. his carrier. We're like, oh, my God. The other cat got out when you we were moving. Something must have happened. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you hear, coming from, like, inside, but it's obviously yeah. not the big cat. Yeah. The little cat had gotten so scared that the big cat had climbed in with him. To like comfort him. Oh. And then was like on top of him. I think oh, I like wow. kind of half crushing him or something. But oh my God. we thought we had lost this cat for about 10, 15 uh-huh. minutes until we realized no, just our giant fat ass cat is literally laying on it. L- smothering him smothering to, to death, death yes. for comfort. How adorable. Wow, that's that's cute. Okay. Uh well, uh the bag doesn't stand. Your be- your cat story is better than mine. So um looking back at these top this is it right yeah take that jeff's cat take that jeff's cat uh michael your theme is clearly about um discovering and recovering the scrapbook of your life the ephemeral nature of life leads you to want to contain these things like tickets 
or um, this hard drive that has these podcasts that you're all the scraps, all the mm -hmm. things, um, the email, the idea that you could go back and look at the rewrite, reread the story of your life. So I, I do think that's, that's interesting. Um, and Richard, you need to see like an ear, eye, nose and throat doctor. <laughs> I think well, that's also true. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. There's either bullets going in your ear, or buds coming out of your ear, or barf coming out of your stomach, or or some, something like that. So it just seems like this this content. This uh, this be a doctor. In the time you ate those soccer tickets, you didn't even realize it. And you, you shoved them up my butt. Shoved them up your butt. So um yeah so uh so this has been the Matt Rushmore podcast and um do we have, do we have our choices? i'm about to uh but we, the thing we've been discussing was the Matt Rushmore things you lost and here are just some things that stood out um uh moss man homie we'll we'll mourn you till we join you man i can't believe how much I can relate to that one, the nerdy game of throwing the toy over your shoulder to find it. <laughs> and then you finally succeeded in losing it permanently. Um, that was, by the way, that was the only end game that that could come down yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. zero percent chance anything would happen. Hard drive. That. I got to feel, I feeling for you on that one. I'm feeling for me on us on that one. You're not him. I, this yeah, guy, yeah, this guy, am I right? And even though Rich tried to bite your style, you were the first one to drop it. The wedding ring. And then Richard, uh, I'm gonna go with um, the contents of your stomach, because as a re recovering drinker, <laughs> you can you can, you can uh, I, I can, empathize. I can regurgitate my emotions when it comes to that story too. So uh, this has been the Mount Rushmore podcast. I, as always, am Richard. I'm Jeff. I'm Michael. We lost our sense of identity. Oh man. Except for Mark. <laughs>